ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Energy companies are warning southeast Queenslanders of more uncomfortable days without power and farmers are facing an even bigger challenge, potentially losing large quantities of produce to spoiling, as Amy Phillips reports. It's a Christmas and Boxing Day tradition at the Andrews Farm near Kaibong, south of Gympie, for the whole family to help collect the eggs from their free-range chooks before a swim and a quiet afternoon. But the routine on the 26th was abruptly interrupted by a severe storm, as Megan Andrews explains. Just hit out of nowhere, just torrential rain coming sideways and the wind was just horrendous and it's picked up um, chicken houses and just, well, we didn't see it obviously, but we could see where they've landed. They've just flown in the air, gone over fences and landed upside down. They've come up and landed on top of other houses in the flock. Um, yeah, scary stuff. I can't imagine for the chooks it would have been much fun. How do they hold up in storms like that? Oh, they're usually not too bad. They probably crouch down on the ground or underneath a house or down in the grass. Um, they're pretty resilient. We didn't lose many. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just the, the they had damage to the houses was the main thing. Um, and a few trees have come down too. That's unfortunate. You said also you've lost a heifer. Yes, one of our breeding cows. It was rather devastating. My son, um, he's in charge of all of the of the cattle, Hamish, and he went out to check them after the storm had gone. And uh, yeah, it was had its leg broken or was damaged in some way. But I think it was a tree that came down. So that was very devastating. We had to put it down yesterday. So not good news. Likewise, for the Freeman's Organic Farm in the Currumbin Valley, inland from the Gold Coast, it was the winds that made a storm on Christmas night, one of the most severe ever experienced by owner David Freeman. Allegedly up to 160 kilometres an hour on Mount Tambourine, uh, but at Mount Tomalwyn where we are, I, I had a feeling we might have had gusts of over 120 kilometres an hour. It was, it, was, it was almost cyclonic or was akin to a cyclonic winds, yes. How has that left your farm? Well, fortunately, we're north-facing, so most of the bad wind came from the south, so I didn't suffer a lot of damage with the bananas. Um, There's a number of avocados which have blown off uh, and some minor damage to tents. I would say this is one of the most extreme thunderstorms I've seen in in the last 10 years since I've been back on the farm. Electricity providers have warned that power may not be restored for days, which is posing a very immediate issue for David Freeman, with valuable fruit now going hot inside his cold rooms. He says an extended outage of power will lead to it being thrown out because he can't find a generator. Motor man went to Bunnings yesterday and they completely sold out, so you can't even get a uh, generator for love or money. And we're in the hottest month of the year, so this is the double whammy when you have cyclones and lose power because it's also your refrigeration. I mean, in the cooler months, your cold room might last for a few days, but obviously the, you know, the, the air temperature, they're already up to 25, 27 degrees. So, you know, when they're normally running at seven degrees, so you've got no refrigeration and your fruit will perish. How much produce do you have on hand that's now in question? Well, um, probably fortunately I didn't go out and harvest because of the Christmas, um, you know, the, the festivity. So, um, I haven't got as much as I normally would have in the cold room. So um, 
this time round, it's it'll be better than I don't know seven years ago when we had a whole big cold room of bananas and avocados and custard apples, which we lost. Um, so the the damage this time will be less than what it was in previous times. Yeah, so I've got um, six or seven volunteers and veterans up here today, and I've just told them to take everything they can. And through my church, I'm trying to find out if there's some some of the charities that I could give some of my produce to, so at least it doesn't go to waste. Megan Andrews from Forage Farms says packing of eggs on her farm is at a standstill today, with main power required to run the machines. She says they do have a generator on hand to keep the eggs cool, though, after learning the hard way from a previous disaster. No, I think we'll be right for that. We have a generator that um, we can run, so we just um, we can get the cool rooms going until we get the power power back. Um, we learnt that after the floods last year when we didn't have power for five days. <laughs> we had yeah. one little generator that we shared around, but now we're a bit more prepared, so we've got that generator, um, but it's not it's not powerful enough to run our pack machine, so... So just like many people across the southeast this Christmas, farmers are too finding themselves hard at work. Well, soldier on. That's uh, that's what we do with farming. Farmers are very resilient. We just pick up and move on and keep moving. Very shortly, I'm going to take you back up to far north Queensland because a lot of things have been lost in the deluge that followed tropical cyclone Jasper. Homes, farms and livelihoods. But you're going to hear from one farmer who explains why his losses might be a boon for others. Silver lining for every fisherman in Cairns because I lost 50,000 barramundi ready to harvest. All about a, one kilo plus. Um, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I try and look for the positives in life. On the Gold Coast, the clean-up is only just beginning after wild storms over Christmas. For Wongawollan nursery owner Wesley Trevor, the damage has been devastating and with no income, he's now facing the possibility of staff layoffs. He took Mackenzie Collahan on a tour through the greenhouse. I put them down in spring and as you can see, they're all just destroyed. There's, there's probably $200,000 worth of plants. Um, which is the income that I sort of need to um, employ my 15 staff for the next few months. So that's, that's a bit hard to get your head around and know what to do. And it took, it took four months to build and, you know, cost 100 grand and, and now you've sort of got to pull it all apart and start again. So we have two nurseries. I was at the other nursery, which is where my house is. And the, first of all, the noise was just deafening. I said, what on earth is that roar? You know, I couldn't believe the sound. And then we saw um, trees as thick as your body just snapping off and falling to the ground. And luckily our house wasn't destroyed, but everything else was, yeah. A lot of people we've spoken to, they said they just couldn't believe the damage when they came in. When you came in here, what were you expecting and then what did you see? I was expecting that to be damaged. I was expecting the plants to be blown over, but that had actually stood up to a lot of storms and I was really proud of it because I built it myself. And um, yeah, when I saw it flat, I was like, oh no, that's a real blow. Um, yeah, because that's, that's our whole year's income there. Are you going to be able to salvage any of these? We've got to take the roof off to water the plants, and which means they're all going to burn because they're shade-loving plants. So it's going to be very hard. They're going to be sunburnt. They're going to be dehydrated. I'll probably have to invest as much in the plants, and I'll just, if I'm lucky, I might get my money back. But, yeah, it's a, it's a no-win situation. How long have you been here for, and have you ever seen anything like this? We've been here 27 years. The guy at the end of the street's been here 57 years. He's never seen anything like it. 
he said this is by far the worst he's ever seen. Yeah, nothing, nothing even comes close, he said. Farmers continue to deal with the fallout of flooding following Cyclone Jasper earlier this month. North of Cairns, Port Douglas, Mossman and the Daintree were cut off for several days due to landslides, flooding and damage to roads. There's been substantial damage to cane crops around Mossman as local cane growers representative and farmer Matthew Watson explains to Bridget Herman. Oh, there's a lot of waterlogging, um, uh, yeah, areas close to yeah, uh, riverbanks and and whatnot are washed away. Um, yeah, a lot of plant cane was uh, you know ripped out of the ground. You know, the biggest flood anyone's ever seen, record floods. So yeah, um, and there's big areas on the river flats and whatnot. It's just been underwater for way too long, so it's just actually killed it out. It's died, dead. Um, everyone's still doing the clean around. There's yeah, there's a lot of mud and silt and trash dumps everywhere so it's quite hard to um, to uh, get around the paddocks at the moment still. How much cane do you expect has been lost? Oh, I did a bit of a rough drive around yesterday. Uh, it's probably close to 40 hectares on our farm that's just dead um, just from being drowned underwater for too long. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to, yeah, it's it's that number will probably rise quite substantially but once we start getting into it, um, get around a bit more. Um, that's just on our farm. I haven't really had a chance to um, get any numbers from anybody else yet. But, yeah, that'll be a pretty common thing across the district. What about the sugar mill? Has that had any damage? Um, they did actually have water go through the mill, which no one's ever seen before. Um, fairly shallow. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't crazy deep. Um, but uh, as far as I know, there wasn't any substantial damage up there. A few little things here and there, but, yeah, nothing, nothing major. Look, you are the rep for cane growers in the region. What would growers be looking for now? What's next? Oh, at the moment, just um, I think everyone's just head down, bum up um, with the with the clean up. Really, um, running around trying to do estimates, working out. Yeah, you know, still a bit of fertilising to get done. Everyone's still yeah you know, back to work as normal, um, and just trying to just trying to clean up. Any grants and stuff. I know there's a few grants and stuff around, which um, which um, people will be applying for, try and help out with the with the clean up, and um, yeah, pretty much just trying to get ahead around the, the actual scale of the damage. Tropical cyclone Jasper came and went, but as we now know, it was the rain depression that sat over the top of the tropical coast and tableland that wreaked the most havoc and destruction. As the Barren River swelled and Tinaru Falls Dam spilled on Sunday afternoon a week ago, cane and mango farms were swamped, livestock and infrastructure swept away and irreparable damage done to everything in the path of that raging torrent. It didn't take Barramundi farmer Rodney Ingersoll long to realise the extent of the destruction at his place, 17 kilometres north of Mariba. Like many other farmers, have a lot of gear. I've got sheets of iron everywhere, all over my paddocks. And I've got all my fish cages. I, I float fingerlings in cages and they floated away into three different people's properties and all that sort of thing. All my tools were scattered over the neighbours' properties. Basically everything I had just wiped out, wiped away, and um, I basically have to start all over again. Um, even my fish ponds have got many different species of river fish. This went up and over the fish ponds as well, um, which are three metres above the ground, which you would never expect it.
And the river itself, I think the bank must be close to 20 metres to even get to my land level here. So the river has gone at least 23 metres in my spot, plus to get over my fish ponds. To have river species in, the, in there is just unbelievable. How many fingerlings you mentioned have you lost? And have you lost, I mean, are they, have they perished or are they going to land on somebody else's line somewhere further down the catchment? Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, look, I'm a fisherman too and it's a, it's a silver lining for every fisherman in Cairns because I lost 50,000 barramundi ready to harvest, all about a, one kilo plus. Um, <laughs> um, and I... You know, I try and look for the positives in life, but and I lost seventy thousand red claw as well, and at least five hundred breathing sleepy cod, and about maybe five hundred uh, jade perch as well that I had here in aquaponic systems. So I lost a lot of fish, almost all my stock. Um, yesterday I just did a little harvest just to see what I could find in the pond there, salvage what I could find, and I found five different species that I didn't put in my fish pond. Um, so, yeah, I've lost a lot of fish, but also gained a couple of species, but that's they're not for sale. I'm just, you know, put them back in the barren. <laughs> uh, Where do you start when you're faced with the clean-up that's ahead of you? Uh, it, it's incredible. I've got a house and shed. And all the equipment went under, ute, tractors, forklifts, you name it, all flooded, um, mud everywhere. But some gracious people in the community, some really gracious people that have come and helped. A couple of different churches um, have been giving um, hampers and help around the street. There's lots of neighbours affected here. I think seven in a row uh, went under. So it's a huge clean-up effort. And on top of that, in my case, it's I've got to start again as a business as well, which, um, yeah, it's, it's quite, quite tricky. But, I mean, it's Christmas. It is Christmas. And even though... It all happened at Christmas, but, um, you know, whether you're flooded out or you're helping other people, I mean, that's the true spirit of Christmas. And and I just think that's the greatest gift at this time, you know, that it's not just the presents under a tree, which in my case got wiped out, but it's the community coming together and helping each other. I think that's that's the great spirit of Christmas. And um, it's, it's just the small little things, that people giving each other um, a bit of food or cooked meals or anything like that. Yeah, all the neighbours are coming together here and it's just wonderful to see.